0: My name is Carly, and I am an entrepreneur. These are the real, raw, and honest stories of myself, my colleagues, and my dearest friends. How we followed our dreams and continue to scale the mountain of success every day. Learn what it takes to make the next step and join us on the climb. Get ready to pull up your boss straps because this is Bossy Class. Okay, so...
1: This is Hannah, Hannah Morris. Yes, it is.
0: And you are owner of Scout & Merchant. I is it? Is that the
1: full name or is there like... Full name's Mercantile. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah, because <laughs> that's like the old... Okay, so it makes me think of Oregon Trail. Did you ever play that video game as a yes, kid? obsessed. So back in the day, we would play that video game. And when you would go and purchase your items, and it would be any given item. It could be a whole slew of different things for whatever your travel needs were. Yep. You'd go to the... Mercantile. So really in the back of my mind, naming my store, it was like, oh, Oregon Trail, that was pretty badass. I should use that word. But nobody really uses that word anymore, so I shortened it just to M E R C, period, because I like to make things super complicated.
0: Yeah, I was looking. I was looking at your social yesterday and all just all the articles. I brought your Sunset Magazine article, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, goodness. I read it and everything. And you were founded in what year? 2017. I was off by a year. Were you? We were trying to do the math yesterday. Yeah.
1: It was early of 2017 when I finally made a decision to come and look harder than normal for a a place to rent. Mm-hmm. I had looked off and on for, gosh, I don't know, three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like nothing was pulling me to that specific place, Mm -hmm. and um, then I had, you know, I had a couple kids, and time just kind of got away from me, and what was funny about it is the last three places that I had looked at here locally in in downtown, um, they were all owned by the same lady over that three and a half (laughs) year span. So finally, after three and a half years, she's like, "Um, I will give you a screaming deal on rent, and I'll make it so that you only have um, a year's lease, because you need to just try this. Yeah. (laughs) Because she basically was like, I think you're psyching yourself out. It's been three and a half years. You keep looking at random buildings of mine, and you haven't said yes to any of them. So part of it was, Mm. you know, just kind of a, Hannah, get your bum in gear kind of a thing. But, yeah. Yeah. So 2017, July of 2017 is when I first opened. Okay. Yeah. Um, So walk me through the history of, like, how you landed here. Like, were you dreaming about this? Oh yeah. Yeah. And actually I think basically is I, I'm a kind of just a collector by nature. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked part of it was the thrill of the hunt where you're like, Oh, I'm going to find that. And it gives you this like kind of endorphin boost and something about having something that's different from what other people have. Mm-hmm. Um, and a really good deal. Part of it was the recyclability of items. Um, I was raised by two individuals who basically um, started with a 20 by 20 fishing cabin as our home. And um, for the most part, they were able to use all salvaged goods and secondhand items to not only build but furnish our house, our family home. So it was this idea in my mind of, oh, well, this was what was shown to me, Mm -hmm. kind of, Mm -hmm. and how you can um, make items work for a lot longer than maybe they were anticipated to be used or for other purposes from what they were originally meant to be used for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all that to say, I basically always gathered items mm-hmm. just for fun and because yeah. I enjoyed it. And um, with the idea, eventually, I would have something that I'd be able to recontribute back to our little town. Yeah. Um, it took eight years of convincing my husband, though, okay. that it was for a purpose. Interesting, mm-hmm. because a lot of the things I would just bring home they weren't in my size. We didn't need them, <laughs> but they were still of good quality. and um, And I thought, well, I got this really awesome deal, and this thing is really rad, um, and it's one of a kind. And he was like, "Yeah, but we don't need it." Yeah. So we basically started storing, like labeling boxes the whole nine for. I think I did that for four, four to five years. Yeah, I know, and everyone's like, and in fact, my father-in-law, God love him, he even had this phrase where he would come over. He's like, "I can't even stick a piece of paper into your basement." <laughs> and I was like, part of me was super offended, and the other part was like, "Well, I got a plan." You know, I know what I'm going to do with this. Um, so yeah, the I guess the idea at first was just the thrill of the hunt, and then it became, "No, I'm going to I'm going to use this inventory for something." And I'll turn around and, and have my own little mom-pop shop in the town that I was raised in eventually. Um, and I wasn't quite sure when that was going to happen. Um, timing is a funny thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nice to be here.
0: Yeah. So for, obviously, we grew up in the same town, Port yeah. Angeles, Washington. Yep. Most people either have never heard about it oh. or they've randomly been here. Yeah. That's how, I, so you know, random. I'm in, if I'm in L.A. at some, d- Sitting at a bar or dinner or whatever. And someone goes, where are you from? I go, well, Seattle. Seattle. (laughs) And I'm like, they're like, where? I'm like, oh, Port Angeles. Oh, I went there one time. Isn't it so strange? And then now you're connected by, you know. Yep. Blood Brothers or whatever. And I ask everybody who
1: visits, too. (laughs) Oh, well, what brought you here? (laughs) Why did you choose Port Angeles? You know? So, and I get the most random and attractive answers too. It's a lot of fun to hear, you know, oh, you know, my grandfather worked for like the Coho in the 50s. Yeah. And so we would come and visit him in the summertime. And just, you know, really cool, quaint um, reasons as to why they're visiting this tiny little section of the (laughs) northwestern (laughs) most portion of the United States.
0: Yeah, and... And for those listening, Port Angeles is teeny baby town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no... When I went to Southern California for college, people, you know, asked me where I was from, and I go, there's not a mall. No. there's
1: There was two movie theaters. Now there's one. Oh, Oh, we're down to one. Yeah. We had two bowling alleys. We're down, down to, to one. one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, being in Los Angeles, there's sort of this, like endless possibility Mm. thing Mm -hmm. in a smaller town. There are women, men even who want to start something. But for me, like I would feel like that would be a like a, like a crippling fear of like, is there enough to go around? Like Mm -hmm. there's not Mm -hmm. a lot of people, whatever. Did you run into that issue or fear
1: or whatever? Oh yeah. I think any of those fears, especially for a town of our size, um, are very real Mm -hmm. I think for me though it was the um, anticipation of those years that I was talking about for like preparedness Mm. of building my inventory and hoping that nobody else would be doing what I would want to do you know whenever that timing was going to happen so yeah I think all of that kind of played a role into when I actually was able to make it feel successful or at least even trying to make it feel successful I think that for our town size it just kind of felt like I'm going to do this because I better try it first, kind of a thing, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So I thought, get a good location first. That was what was most important to me, was having something that was close enough for everyone to walk near other successful businesses. Um, mm-hmm. That didn't exactly go the way that I thought that it was going to go. Okay. I originally wanted a different location because it was in the quote-unquote hub of where Port Angeles was um, having its resurgence, you know, its revitalization. And so I actually wound up settling with a different location, which I feel like was planned for me, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: because I was talking to my mom, who still lives in Port Angeles, Mm -hmm. and she was kind of curious, like, she's seen the sort of turnover in this particular shop. Yes. But you have, like, killed it. You have really done a great job.
1: And was that a fear for you? Yes, because I I kind of came into this building. And, and like I said earlier about my landlord, which she was the one that kind of like kicked me in the pants of just just sign the lease, Hannah. It's a really short, you know, she gave me a year lease. But I was hesitant because of that, exactly what your mom is saying or thinking, is that there's been so much turnover in my little building, in this unit, that I thought, oh, gosh, you know, people weren't even going to pay attention to what the next business was going to be, i.e. myself, specifically because they saw everything else kind of just within that six month to a year period change hands into something else. So all that to say, I feel really blessed to still be here almost three years later in the same little spot. Yeah. Um, because it's history for this section isn't very good. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, but you've really, and you also do shipping. Like I've gotten stuff mm-hmm. from you on Instagram. I'm like yeah. those shorts and yes. then they show up at my door and I get an yep. email, little invoice. And I bring, I come in here every single time I'm in town, um, and follow you religiously because the cool thing about your shop is that it's always different. Like yeah. I came yesterday, and I'm like mm, thumbing through whatever yeah. this jacket, <laughs> and I'm like, this jacket wouldn't even have been here. And well, you're not open on Mondays, but it wouldn't be here probably the next time. The next time.
1: I think that's the best part about it. Is um, someone had asked me recently, they said, "Why do you keep your prices so low?" And I said, you know, I don't really feel like it's low. I think it's affordable and it's also kind of a business module for me. You know, if I feel like the prices are going to be affordable, that stuff's not going to be here the next time that person visits, which makes it a um, better snagness now. Or um, it makes it so that I have good turnaround for items in here and it doesn't feel stagnant. You know, I didn't do any business schooling. I didn't go to any kind of fashion design. I didn't do any of those things, but I feel like I was kind of gifted in like an aesthetics way, you know, and I feel like if I am drawn to a piece that's one of a kind that someone would be attracted to, um, I want to make it gainable, if that makes makes sense. Well,
0: and that was one of my questions was, how do you know? like cuz as somebody in the service industry and right. someone that kind of does it from you know a like my, my clientele needs to have sense of who i am right. it's like I, I'm like so fascinated by people that can just go, oh, that that's going to sell or that's not going to sell. Right.
1: I don't think mm-hmm. I have. It's it's cute because I had a gal in here not too long ago and she said she I can I take consignment items as well, which is kind of a new thing for me because um, I've pretty much gone through that all that inventory I built up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had a gal bringing in uh, consignment and she said, "Well, I don't know, Hannah, you know your clientele," and I kind of stopped and I <laughs> laughed because. I have no idea. It's such a funny, um, it's such a funny like just trend of what comes in and goes out. Um, sometimes I'll buy something solely because I think it will sell to to someone. It's got to sell to somebody. It wouldn't necessarily be my taste, mm-hmm. um, but I just think it's either unique enough or interesting enough or old enough, kitschy enough. I don't know. I actually don't really know how I find the <laughs> items. That's probably the most common the The most comments that I get is, you know, oh, where do you find this stuff? You know, or what made you buy that? Yeah. And I don't have a good answer for it. I just feel like if I'm drawn to it for a specific reason, whatever that reason may be, um seasonally, or what's on trend, you know, mom jeans. <laughs> um, I'm just I just buy it because I think that for whatever reason it caught my interest, and, yeah and therefore it'll catch someone else's,
0: yeah, so well, and like, I'm still in awe of how you find the pieces you find. And maybe it's, I am the most impatient. I'm not a thrifter, okay? (laughs) I come to you because you're thrifting for me. Right. Like, that's me. Um, But yeah, I'm like, how? maybe it's the LA thing. You Uh go to a thrift shop and everything's like $75. That's right. I'm like how are you selling this for 50?
1: And they get they get away <laughs> with it. And yeah. I think that's the other kind of gem thing of our town is we're still so small,
0: you know, that it's yeah.
1: like I feel since we are so small, we're still going off of whatever vocations are still here and have been here. So like our, our um, income hasn't changed very much here locally. I feel like we're trying to be um, – hipper maybe Mm -hmm. you know some some of it comes very naturally Um, (laughs) but other times I think um, a lot of our kind of um, our generation you know our early to Mm -hmm. mid-30s crowd still wants to stay in a very community-minded place kind of secluded but they also want to still feel um, in touch with what is on trend yeah and I think that um, my little kind of hole in the wall fits that niche yeah um, to the generation that I'm speaking of yeah Mm -hmm.
0: hey guys it's your girl Carly I'm here to tell you about the coolest flower delivery service that exists It's my sister company, Primary Petals. You may have heard of Primary Petals before, but did you know that we are going nationwide? It's an amazing service that sends really cool and unique flowers to anyone's doorstep in the lower 48. Guys, we have sent to every state and every bouquet has arrived so beautiful and so fresh, which if you know, is no small feat for shipping flowers. For my listeners, I'm giving 10% off using code BOSSYCLASS at checkout. If you want to learn more, please visit primarypedals.com. What has been the biggest surprise, good or bad or hard, that you're – because here's the thing. When you start something, and I've done a couple of businesses, it's this thing of, oh, you just break it down mentally, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, easy. Yeah, I'll have a return whatever and then you're like just kidding this is like so fluid and there's tons of things you can't can't anticipate what are some of those things that you've run
1: into Mm. I think one of the the largest um I'll start with good I think the fact that I'm still here is super not surprising but kind of um just because I either figured it would be like a year-long garage sale (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> i'm like okay well i'm gonna downsize my boxes out of the basement and it's gonna be great and i'm gonna meet all these new people um and then uh so so the yes i'm surprised i'm still kicking and having good turnover for inventory and new faces which is so fun to me um but then also the surprise of returning Individuals, mm-hmm. So the customer base, um, I was very surprised. That's been a, a really cool um, kind of networking thing for me um, here locally is having so many people who live here shop local. Mm-hmm. So that's super surprising to me um, that I have some locals that come every single weekend just to see what I've added. So that's a huge surprise in a good way. One of the negative things that I don't think that I was anticipating um, was the amount of emotional exhaustion Mm. that comes from being kind of married to a business, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, I wasn't anticipating how exhausting it would be. Just because, and it's not a negative to any of the individuals that I am actually one-on-one speaking with, but it's like at the end of the day, you're tired. And yeah. it's from, you know, talking, <laughs> 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 from chatting with people all day. Yeah. And and it's wonderful and I enjoy it. And I feel yeah. like that's maybe um, a gift that I was been given is being able to chat with people, but it is very, very exhausting.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds terrible. No, it's... <laughs> The, if you come work for me, mm-hmm. like any of my staff is just like, I need a break. And yeah. it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, yes, it's exhausting. Yes. Because your brain is going on overdrive and you're pulling the moment now, you're pulling next week and then you're thinking yes. next season and you're whatever. That's right. Um, but one of the things that I'm so in awe of women who have kids and mm-hmm. are married like and do this? What? Ugh. How do you do it?
1: Speaking Hannah? of exhausted, yeah. How do I do it? Um, help. Yeah, yeah. I think help is a huge, huge portion of um, the success of um, being a mom and entrepreneur. I can't mm-hmm. say mom entrepreneur very good
0: <laughs> so i'm the same
1: mom entrepreneur i th- i feel like we need to in those who maybe do it in a city where their families don't live i feel like it's so important for us to build up um A community around us to be able to step in and say, hey, can I help with, you know, kids on this day? Or is Mm -hmm. there something that you needed? Or, you know, I noticed that, gosh, it was so busy down there that day. What are you doing for relaxation? You know, Mm -hmm. just being able to tap in on those individuals that are willing to help you, um, family or not family. I am super blessed. I have a great unit of individuals that, um, in my family that still live here. Yeah. And they help Astronomically, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, they help a ton. So it, whether mm-hmm. that's just, you know, my mom coming down and redoing the window for me. Right. You know, which is a huge help for me. Or, yeah. you know, my husband's constantly, you know, cleaning furniture or um, redoing something for me. I buy the wackiest things, you guys. And then I'm like, hey, it'll be great once you sand it and paint it and distress it. And he's like, that's going to take me all weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that um being a mom and having having that extra responsibility on top yep. of doing a business you're doubly exhausted, um, but I feel like it's totally worth it yeah it's great on the days where you know the kids don't have school or something they're down here with me you know I've got a room kind of set up in the back, and I mean I've had my kiddos do homework here with me i've had um, I've even had customers come in and say, "Hey, what you working on?" to my kiddos, you know, and say, oh, I remember doing that math, what you stumped on. So it's really cool to see that, um, mm. people are people, no matter whether you're doing it as a business, you know, or you're working for someone else. It's very interesting to see how with a family, you can, you can do both. Yeah. And you can mix both. And, um, I think yeah. a lot of people are, um, receptive to that.
0: Yeah. <sighs> That's
1: so good because I don't live near a lot of family. I know. But,
0: you know, over the years I've had to go, okay, how do I get help? Right. And I've had my parents fly down in really busy times. Um, I've hired extra hands. Mm But you can't, in order for your dream to be something, well, for me, it's never been about, oh, I just want to be myself, like just solo and that's it. Yeah. So I've had to go, okay, I need to get outside of myself and get help. Mm-hmm. Like people women
1: don't ask for help and I don't Ugh. ah, I'm like ask Doesn't for that help. drive you nuts? Because everybody wants to help you. No, no. So <laughs> I think that's fascinating. I think that's something that's it's really neat to see in, in today's day and age is seeing that change. Yeah. I think it's very important for us as women to not carry everything. I mean, and I'm saying this like I don't, <laughs> because we, as women do as nurturers, yep. you know, um, natural nurturers, I think that it's just in us to say, Oh no, 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 I, I can get that. No, yeah. I can do that too. You yep. know, what else do you need me to do? Cause I can do that Yep. and just add it until finally we're crack. crack. Okay. Yeah. You're done. Yep. You know? And I feel like my mom was always really good about saying you can't give from an empty cup. You know, she always used to say, You cannot give from an empty cup. So I feel like it's very important for us to remember to refuel in a positive way. And um, like I said earlier, just to be able to tap in on those people who are saying, hey, what can we do to help you? Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, it's definitely possible. Yeah. We just have to remember to do it.
0: I know. (laughs) Well, and, you know, Jill of all trades, you are too. Yes. You could, you know, do anything (laughs) that is thrown at you. And most women can. Um, and I had some women who speak into my life say, you need a house cleaner. Oh. And I was like, but I can't, they go
1: zip it. Yeah. Get a house cleaner. Oh, I'm waiting for someone to tell me that. Get a house cleaner.
0: <laughs> Hannah, get a house cleaner. Hannah.
1: Thank you. Carly. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously,
0: I was like, this seems like a weird thing to spend money on. I can mm-hmm. do it. And then I started, to, I got one.
1: Good girl. And I was like, what?
0: It's not that I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's that I, my it, it eliminates my brain space yeah. to have to do it, or it keep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm yeah. like totally botching that. No, it basically all. frees up my no, brain no, no, to do that, but, and yeah. like. They go really go. I got it. <laughs> You're like <laughs> everyone. You understand, but it really helped propel me to go. I'm supported, right. and now I can do this, and I can keep my house clean and whatever. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's the type of stuff. Like, I have to budget a massage because my work is so labor-intensive. I'm like, "Ah," you know. And you won't be able to do it. And it's not – yeah, it's not even selfish. And Mm -hmm. who gives a crap anyway, you know (laughs) what I mean? Um, (laughs) So I have a question, too, like – and you can answer this however you want to, Mm -hmm. obviously. Um, Did you have – Did you have anyone not believing in you? Like, giving you kind of, like, the negative, oh, this isn't going to work. Or did you – if
1: you didn't, did you struggle with that? Of Like, can I even do this? I was going to say, I think it was more, you know, and like I said, about having such a nice group of individuals around me. Yeah. My family. Yeah. um, They were all very positive, you know. So I didn't have a lot of negativity that didn't come from myself because I always have thought of myself and and probably, like, a lot of people in general, not just women – we are our worst critics Yeah, we're so hard on ourselves I am you know and I think oh well gosh just because I think maybe that was a creative thing to do maybe someone else isn't going to think that way and so a lot of um, negative thoughts on my own not from a lot of other individuals, just because I think I was also very, um, I was also very quiet about the idea. Yeah, you were. I didn't say really (laughs) anything to any, it was funny too, because I remember, um, my sister-in-law was the very first person I can think of. Um, I basically had already signed my lease. We had started construction down here and it was the week before I opened before she realized what I was doing (laughs) and so I think and she was like so is that was that something you'd been working on for a while and maybe that sounds very secretive or maybe I wasn't communicating but I just also felt like that doubt was so strong in myself where I thought I'm just gonna wait until the very last second before I get anybody to put any more negativity in on it which is I think sad because I didn't give those people the opportunity to boost me up. Yeah. You know, I just, my automatic thought was, is they're going to say something and it's going to make me think even more negative about it than I already do. It's going to affirm my biggest fear. Right. Yeah. That you're going to fail, you know? And, um, so I didn't actually have those people say it because they didn't have the opportunity to, um, (laughs) but I did enough of that for myself and I still, you know, I still have bouts of like, oh, that was the worst week ever of business you know what I mean? And it's probably going to be like that next week. And yes. then it's, then I'm not going to pay my rent, you know? And yes. and I think that getting out of that habit of um, the negative thought being the one that we kind of glong onto, instead really reaffirm all of the individuals that come in and really on a daily basis. And that's not a pat on my shoulder because I do feel like it's it's a very group success, you know, yeah. from my family being a part of it and good friends. And I've had even other business owners down the block, I mean, say, hey, oh, we had a family emergency recently. And she said, Hannah, don't close on Saturday. That's the best day. I'll be in your shop. Don't give me anything for it. No. And I thought, you know, I really need to be more, be able to actually concentrate on those positive reinforcements and thoughts and words rather than the first thing is that negative and then go, Oh you're right this is a bad idea sure so no I, not a lot of not a lot of naysayers but I think you nailed it a lot of women are
0: their biggest I mean oh. when I think about other things that I've wanted to start or this podcast right it's like no, everybody has podcasts right Hello? bad idea Carly yeah come on what are you thinking <laughs> you can't talk
1: it's like come on you can um, get a ring light yeah <laughs>
0: That'll make it better. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. No, I've dealt with that a lot too. Of just like,
1: how do I, you know, I don't. Well, what? Well, and I think part of it too, which is interesting, you say that because my automatic thought on that is it would be the opposite. You wouldn't have as much in such a large city because there are too many people. Like you, nobody really knows what's going on, and you would think in my you know small little town it'd be that way. Everyone be like, "Oh, yeah. Hannah, does she know how to run a business?" Yeah. You know, but I don't I don't feel yeah. like it matters what size the town. I think it matters the type of people you surround yourself with. It matters, you know, how you feel about your abilities, how you present yourself, you know, and um yeah, mm-hmm. that's very interesting. We as women were very hard on ourselves. So it is nice to have a good group of individuals, women, to say, "Hey, Good job on that. Good on you for being able to make that work or at least, you know, continue to try and make it work. I think it's super important for us to remember we we need other individuals to be a positive light around us.
0: Yeah. So. And women, well, at least for me, I my mindset is so small sometimes. Right. And it's this thing of, well, there isn't enough to go around. Right. Um, and so then I just talk myself out of it. Right. And it's like... That is so dumb. Yeah. Like, there is 20,000 people 20, – 20,000?
1: Yeah, about 20,000. 20,000
0: people oh, gosh, in the city. And then you have – can't whatever. You can, like, totally spin the whole narrative of, like, actually, this is a great place for a shop. Yes. You know, or whatever. As, you know,
1: I'm, like, kind of speaking for me. For you. I love it. <laughs> Go ahead. Speak for me, please. Because I can hear myself speaking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what would you say to women who are listening or men who – have this idea they don't know where to start because a lot of people that are in the entrepreneur space mm. have never been to business school I didn't mm-hmm. what would you say to them mm. any tactile
1: advice or yeah just like I mean I'd probably say I mean mo- most of the time I just say wing it yeah and my husband says I do, I do that in everything even cooking wing it <laughs> but I also feel like the further I have done this you know or the longer that I have done this I feel like ask questions yeah. is a really good way, um, to learn, you know, and nobody is above learning, you know? And for me, I feel like as each year goes by, I have learned more and more in that business realm, mm-hmm. which is very cool for me. Cause I, I feel like, um, I can never learn enough. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, asking questions and if you see a business module that you admire, I don't think other business individuals, no matter what it is, you know, um, space-wise, uh, I think that they're willing to share. Yeah. I think is very interesting, and I have learned that over the last three years, um, is from other business owners, um, being able to go and ask them questions mm-hmm. is, is a huge portion of doing it yourself. Um, they're willing to help you, um, and I think that asking questions and, and trying it when you feel confident enough to do it, yeah, just wing it. <laughs> yeah, I love
0: it. But that's so true. Yeah, I mean the the amount of things I've, wunged, what winged,
1: yeah. winged, Wonged. wonged? <laughs> I think wung. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> Is unreal. Winged People it? would have no idea.
1: Winged it. No, yeah. no. I think wung. No? Yeah. no, whatever. Whatever. <laughs>
0: wing it. We're winging it. <laughs> so what can we expect from the shop this coming up? You're anything.
1: S- mm. specific or anything special s- specific specific don't listen to me um i can't i can't think of anything specific uh just yeah more inventory which is fun i'm gonna do more traveling for purchasing cool which is gonna be a lot of fun Ooh. so yeah every year um i've i always shorten my hours and days open to only three days a week so it makes it very um Oh, everybody wants to come those three days. Cause that's the only three days that I'm open. Yeah. Um, no, it yep. makes it easier for me to get out and, and be able to travel for more purchasing. Um, I have done probably 75%, if not more of the purchasing for the store locally. So that's between cool. swim and Port Angeles. So I think that's a huge, um, you know, shocker for people when they're like, where do you get all this stuff? And I'm like, here yeah we got lots in your backyard in our backyard um so it's going to be fun to be able to go more places and shop for more items that maybe are more diversified i do have a very strong northwestern slash western um mid-century vibe going on right now obsessed yeah it was so fun Um, but it'll be nice to have some more diversified um inventory for more yeah generations and locations and being able to give more backstory to where those things are coming from that's yep. my favorite part is the history on it so yeah if I could choose one specific thing it would be more more inventory for more places
0: yeah and post it on insta so we can all buy it AK and me <laughs> yeah buy, buy your whole shop I'd love it
1: um okay so we're wrapping up you made it Wonk, wonk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I have a lightning round because oh, it's just so wow. fun okay uh, Lightning round. What is your morning routine? Do you have one?
1: Ooh, I kind of do. We, my husband and I both wake up fairly early. He works very early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually up by 545 at the very latest. So we usually just have a cup of coffee together. We watch the weather. Lame, <laughs> I know. But we do it every morning. We watch the weather. And we usually talk about what's expected in the day. Well, and most of the time it's for me. What's expected of you today, Hannah? Um, <laughs> other than that, no. Yeah, start my day with chat with my husband, cup of coffee, and the weather.
0: I kind of love that. Oh. Also, you're in, you're in Washington. you got to check the weather.
1: Every day because it changes every day. I, I do not
0: check the weather because it's the same
1: every oh. day. It's
0: like Groundhog Day. Oh. Oh. Anyway,
1: um, speaking of coffee, how do you take it? What do you? How do you drink? Oh your coffee? my goodness! I drink black coffee with a almost a full tablespoon of MCT. Okay. Oh, you're one of those. I am. Yeah. yeah. So almost like bulletproof, but not quite. No, no grass fed butter, just the MCT. Okay. And if I'm really feeling it, then I'll add like a teaspoon of monk fruit. Whoa,
0: drink, monk fruit. Oh, it,
1: Is that that's the? Um, it's the a sugar, sugar alternative.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, wow. Yep. yep. Doesn't play with my sugar level.
0: Love it. Um, Have you read
1: any books lately? Oh, my goodness. So the funny thing is, yes, I have a couple. And I usually grab books from around the shop. So if it's super (laughs) slow or I have some time to kill, I will grab a book off of my shelf. And lately it's been um, Frank Yarby, actually, which he's a 1930s through 1950s um, kind of novel, fiction, fun, romantic Yeah, I think Golden Hawk was the last one that I read, very pirate esque, and I think Vixens. Okay, both by Frank Yerby. Ooh, look him up.
0: We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, classics.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I think that's everything, Anna. Where can we find you? Oh boy. Well, besides Port Angeles, (laughs) at my at my brick and mortar, Scout and Merc. (laughs) Um, You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. I have no website. Everyone says, you know, you probably should just have like a web page and then you can feature some things. So that might be, and I'll go back to that, you know, um, what should we expect specifics? Possibly a web page. Okay. Just a single page. Yeah. But yeah, you can find me on Instagram, which is just Scout and Merc spelled out and Facebook. And you can, and you can buy through either. I try and post daily. But I have four kids, so that doesn't always happen. So I try and post at least three (laughs) times to four times a week.
0: Okay. We'll keep an eye out for all the fun things because I need more Pendleton, vintage Pendleton. Okay.
1: You can find it here.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Hannah, so much. Thank you,
1: Carly. Appreciate it. Mm
0: This podcast is edited and published by the Primary Pedal Studios, written and hosted by Carly Rae Williams. Show notes are located at our website, carlyraeweddings.com forward slash Class. If you like what you heard today, subscribe, rate and review us. Sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive content and bonus episodes. Thanks for joining us as we scale the mountain of success. This is Bossy Class.